So this mimer is based on a passage in the Talmud about the moments before the giving of the Torah and the Shem asked the Jewish people if they wanted the Torah. The Jewish people said we will do even before we understand. So Talmud says, at the time the Jewish people said we will do before we understand, 600,000 angels came down from heaven and gave every single Jew two crowns one because they said we will do, and one because they said we will listen. And it's known the question about this in many discourses. Among them, the discourse of the previous Rebbe that was just printed that year. Previous Rebbe's discourse um, that was said years before, from Tafresh um, Tess, uh, which was printed uh, in Tafshin Yud Beis, and the year the Rebbe said this time that I'm sharing uh, now, 1952. So the, the question is, at the, conclu- the conclusion of the passage of the Talmud is that why did they get two crowns? One because they said we will do, and one because they said we will listen. But in the beginning of the passage of the Talmud, it says, why did they get the crowns? Because they said we will do before we will understand. So are they getting the crowns because they said we will do before we understand? It sounds, this is how the passage starts. When the Jewish people said we will do before we understand, the angels came down. It sounds like, why are they coming down? Because we said we will do before we understand. But then the end of the passage says, they got one because they said we will do, and one because they said we will understand. So it sounds like they're getting the crowns just because of those two, just because of those two sentences. We will do, and one we will understand. We will listen. And the other, thank you, but the beginning of the, of the passage of the Talmud sounds like, why are they getting the crowns? It's not because of the intrinsic value of each of those sentences, each of those sentiments that they're conveying, that we, we're going to obey Hashem, we're going to listen, we're going to understand what Hashem says. It sounds like they're, they're, they're getting the crowns, um, um, on the one hand, from the beginning of the passage, because of the way they said it. and the end of the passage, sounds like they're getting it just because of those two um, sentences themselves. So the previous step explains that when you say we will do before you understand, that affects the, the, those, sentences, those sentences themselves mean something different when they are said in that way. They're, they're, they are higher. When you say we will do before you say we will understand, the doing and the understanding is different. So, what, indeed, you get a crown because you said we will do, and you get a crown because you said we will understand. But when do you get such a crown? Only if you say we will do before you understand. So why? So the explanation is like this. What is the meaning of we will literally, I'm keep on switching between we will listen and we will understand. What's the, li- the literal translation of nishma? means we will listen. But it means we will understand. It's like the Pasuk Shema Yisrael. Listen Yisrael. When we say Shema, listen Yisrael. What do we mean when we say listen Yisrael? Let my neshama understand. That means I should pay attention with my heart. So in this instance, Hashem is asking us uh, to accept the Torah. What are we saying? We will do. Fine. And now we will do, we will put our heart to focus on each mitzvah. That's the meaning of we will listen. We will understand, we will pay attention, exactly what you're asking. I'm going to dedicate my heart to listen, to hear exactly how Hashem wants and what Hashem wants. That's we will listen. What do you want? How do you want? That's the meaning of we will listen. 
we will do, when we will do as said before, we will listen. What does that mean? That, that means I'm devoting myself. I'm accepting to the, the specific desires of Hashem. I'm, I'm sorry. We will do if it's said not before we will understand. If we will do is just said by itself. If we would just say we will do by itself. What would that mean? I will do exactly what you tell me. Every specific thing you're going to tell me, I'm going to do. We will do. If we, if we didn't say before, we, if we didn't say we will do before we, under, we will listen, that would have meant I'll do exactly what you're asking me to do. I'm going I'm to do the exact details of what you want. I'm focusing on the what you're saying. I'm going to do exactly what you're saying. That's what we will do as a sentence by itself. We will do before we, under, we, will, we will understand. That means something else. What does that mean? That means I belong to you. Not just I will do what you're telling me, the details of what you're asking me to do, but I am devoted to you, to the one who has these desires. Not I'm going to listen to your desires, but I belong to you yourself. Like this cup. This cup, I can move the cup around any direction I want. Whatever, whatever I want to do with it. I can say bracha. So there's, there's, there's different things I could do with the cup, but then there is who, who is not just the, that this is my cup. That's another thing. It's not, it's not just that I could do what I want with the cup. It's that the cup is my cup. Similar way, we will say we will do what Hashem wants us to do. That means whatever direction, whatever thing Hashem wants us to do will, will be there. But we will do before we will listen means not that we will do. It means we will, how can you do anything? You didn't hear it yet. Well, you, when you say we will do before you even know what, what Hashem is saying, what do you mean, really? You say, I belong to you. If first you heard it, and then you said you'll do it, so then you're, you're talking about what you're hearing. Whatever you're going to say, whatever I hear you say, I'm going to do. I'm talking about the details. You express yourself, you say what you want, I'm going to do what you're asking me to do. If I said we will listen, and then we will do, so then first I have to uh, go to Dr. Br- uh, Bressman's house after diving, they say, Dr. Bressman, I'm ready. I'm ready. Whatever you tell me to do, I'm going to go to do. I'm going to upgrade my health. Whatever I will, just tell me what it is, I'm going to do it. What do I mean? I, I don't mean that I, I'm, I'm selling myself as a slave to Dr. Bressman. I mean is that I am ready to follow his guidance in my, in my uh, um, health. So I first have to hear what he's going to say, and then I'm going to do it. That's what I, that is what I accept. I trust him. I do, by the way. So that means I have to sell myself unconditionally to you. Oh... Before I even know what you say. So, what we will do before we will understand means how can you say you'll do before you hear it? If I, if I said to you, Dr. Bresson, I'm going to do it before I even hear it, what do I even mean? Can I do it before you tell me? I can't. We will do before we will, uh, I will listen. If I said that, what I, meant, what I mean is doesn't, that doesn't make sense. What it means is that my, we will do is not talking about the details. We will do means I belong to you. It's the author of the will, the desire. Not the specific desires, but the author of the desires. It's, it's deeper. What's the difference? When you say we will listen, I'm going to pay attention to the details. So it's logical. I want to hear what you have to say. I'm listening to you. I'm trying to understand what the details are. I'm listening. I'm understanding. It's possible I'll say this thing you're saying, I like it. This thing you're saying, not so much. So although maybe I don't say this isn't nice, I don't like this one, but it's possible I will say this. I may not be so um, arrogant to say 
I don't like this thing that you're saying, but there is a discernment that I am experiencing when I am looking at things in this critical way with, a, with this logical analysis, what exactly are you saying? In a more subtle form, if I'm saying I will listen to you, I can make a distinction between the mitzvahs which are super rational and the mitzvahs which are rational, which are logical. Now, which ones will I enjoy more? I'll enjoy the mitzvahs which, which make sense more. And so th- that's if I say just we will listen. If I say I'm going to listen to you, I'm going to understand what you have to say, I'm listening to you, but in me, there's a difference between whether it makes sense or doesn't make sense. I am paying attention with my heart to what you're saying, and what is my, how does my heart react? My heart reacts to this mitzvah, ah, gishmak. My heart reacts to that mitzvah, I don't know what that's about. But I'm paying attention, I'm listening, I'm listening. That's if I, if I just said we will, we will understand. So if I say we will do, I'm going to do whatever you say. Not we will do before we understand. Just we will, I will do after I hear you. First tell me then I'm going to do it. If I said that, first tell me then I'll do it. So although I'm going to fulfill whatever is asked of me, even if it's super rational, nevertheless, you can compare um, the, the approach I have to, um, to, these, to, to my performance of the mitzvahs that I understand, the mitzvahs that I don't understand. The mitzvahs that I, don't, that I understand, I do because intrinsically they make sense that's why I'm doing them but the mitzvahs which I don't understand why am I doing them because Hashem said so so I am experiencing a different feeling when I do the mitzvahs that I understand the mitzvahs that I don't understand mitzvahs that I understand how am I doing them because yeah those are good ones mitzvahs that I don't understand why am I doing them because Hashem said so there's a difference in me and how I, and how I do them if I'm doing them just because of Nasa. I said I'm going to do it, whatever Hashem said. I'm gonna, he tells me I'm going to do it. I'm focusing on the details of what Hashem is asking me. So I have a different reaction, even though I'm not looking at things intellectually. I'm, I'm, I'm just talking about my obedience toward, to, to these things. Nevertheless, if I'm focusing on the specific things Hashem is asking me to do, there is a reaction I, I'm going to have to things which make sense and things which don't make sense. The things which I make sense, I'll do because, yeah, they make sense. Things which don't make sense, I'll do because, okay, Hashem said so. So since the whole idea of we will do, not when we will do is said before we, we will listen, but we will do after we will listen. So since that's logical, so it's possible that the mitzvahs that are logical, I'm going to enjoy more than the mitzvahs which are super rational. However, when I say we will do before we will understand, if I said that, when, I, when I'm talking about my relationship to Hashem Himself, to the one who issues the desires, to the Baal Haratz, and to the owner, to the one who says, who has his desires, if I say that, that I will do before I even hear what he has to say, because I'm talking not about the things, but I'm talking about me and him, that I belong to him, if I say that, so even before he expresses his desires, I put myself already on the side to the author of these desires. So that, because I've done that, because I have made this initial bond with him, and I say I belong to him, so that affects the way I say we will, we will do, and that affects this, the way I say we will understand. That, how does it affect it? That there will not be a distinction between one mitzvah and another.
but rather the lightest of the lightest and the heaviest of the heaviest, the most, the, the mitzvahs that seem to me lighter, the mitzvahs which seem to me more important, they'll be equal to me. Because why? Why? Because I'm analogous to a servant who's completely nullified to his master and is not an entity to himself at all. So when the master tells me to do something, I consider it to be a privilege. Doesn't matter what it is. I'm able to fulfill the will of my master. Doesn't matter. I belong to him. Whatever the master says, I belong to him. And so too, when you say we will do before we understand, what are you talking about? You're talking about your devotion to Hashem himself, to the one who has a desire, not to, not to the desire itself. So that in that kind of approach, you're not an entity for yourself. You're not, you don't, you're not an independent existence. You don't belong to yourself. You gave yourself away as a servant. What is your existence? What are you about? You're about the fulfillment of Hashem's desire. In other words, it's, it's, it's a very subtle difference over here. If I say we will, we will do after I, after I hear what Hashem is asking me to do, right? So I'm devoted to Hashem's desire. I exist. My existence is about fulfilling His desire. But I exist. What's my existence about? Whatever He wants. I want to... My ego is about fulfilling his desire. I'm all about whatever he wants. So I, first there's me, and I exist, and I am about fulfilling his desire. What, what do I take pride in? What am I... I don't want to use the word pride even, because it's, very, it's, it's a very subtle difference. It's not necessarily the guy's boastful or bragging, the, but, but his identity is. My identity is what makes me tick, what makes me feel good, what makes me uh, feel at home, is doing the will of Hashem. That's when I say we will... Listen first, and then we'll do. I exist, and what's my existence about? This, remember this Knesset member went by the Rebbe by dollars once, and he asked the Rebbe what to do in the Knesset, and went back and forth a few times until the guy says to the Rebbe, what should I do that I haven't done yet? So it's beautiful, like a guy is turning to the Rebbe and asking the Rebbe, what does he need to do in the Knesset? That like, shows a lot of humility for a Knesset member. On the other hand, it was about him. It's about his conscience. What have I not done yet that I'm supposed to be doing? He wasn't focused so much about the... Um, it's about him. Huh? He wasn't focused on the country. He wasn't focused on, oh. he wasn't focused on the country. He wasn't focused on the rabbi. He was focused on him. What am I doing? So that's in Nase. In Nase, we will hear and then we'll do. What am I focused on? I'm focused on I exist. What does Hashem want me to do? But... So therefore, there's a difference what Hashem asked, asked me to do. If Hashem asked me to do this, okay, this Hashem asked me to do that, ah. But when I say we will do before we will understand, before Hashem has already said anything, I'm not, I don't exist at all, I belong to Him, so there's no difference is what He asked me to do. The power of desire is different to all the soul powers. When all the soul powers... Are, are tools of the soul. So let's say, for example, the tool, the power of understanding, the power, the power of intelligence. When you try to understand something and you're missing a detail, so you have 80%, you have 90%, you have something of what you're trying to understand, you don't have the whole thing. But when you are missing, if you have a desire for something, 
and your desire hasn't been fulfilled, you don't have 80%. You don't have, you don't have anything. Desire, desire doesn't, doesn't have, um, is not divisible. The, the, the desire mean, means, in the language of Hasidus, as a nefesh tzitzich. My soul is drawn to something. It's not that there's a, a tool. It's not that there's a thing. It's that there's my soul, and my soul is drawn somewhere. There's no independent entity other than my soul, my soul being drawn to something. There's no thing. Intellect is a thing. Intellect is, an, has, intellect is something. So intellect also, just like itself is a thing, when it processes things, it, it, it ha- there's details in how it processes things. Desire isn't a thing. Desire means your soul is drawn somewhere. So the way desire works is, is different than the way other soul powers work. When you stop wanting, it's different to the way you stop understanding. When you try to under- grasp an idea, you're using a thing, you're using your mind to understand an idea. You stop thinking, you've made some headway though. You've achieved something. There's something that, there's some residue of the process. You have now achieved, you understand the beginning of the Tosfos, the middle of the Tosfos, you, 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 you've, you've processed something. But when you desire to sit down and learn in the first place, your desire is what's motivating you to sit down. When the desire stops to sit down, what do you do? You leave, you go somewhere else. The desire, it's the, the, with desire, there's nothing that remains when desire stops. Desire isn't a thing. Desire, so there's a couple of differences between desire and other soul powers. Other soul powers are things. Desire is not a thing. Desire is the soul itself, being drawn to something. Other soul powers, they, they, they create various things. As they are things, they make things. Other soul powers are divisible. It's possible to have 80%, 90% achievement. With desire, there's no, it's not a thing. It doesn't ha- exist after it stops wanting. There's nothing that remains. And desire um, doesn't have, have division. If I want to learn tractate sota and I do 80% of it, I haven't done anything. I haven't fulfilled my desire at all. My desire is to fill, finish the tractate. If I haven't finished it, vis-a-vis my desire, desire has to start it. So, when the Jews say we will do before we understand, they're devoting themselves to Hashem, the author of the desire, the one who issues the desire. That affects the way they do any mitzvah. They want to do Hashem's will, whatever, it doesn't matter what it is. And when they come to the second phrase, they said, we want to understand. That, how do they approach understanding the mitzvah as well? It's higher. When they understand the reason for the mitzvah, what do they feel? What does a Jew feels? What does a Jew feel when he is in that state of Nasa before Nishma? What does he feel when he understands the reason for a mitzvah? What does he feel? He feels, I fulfilled the will of Hashem. Hashem wants me to understand the mitzvah. When a Jew doesn't have that, we will do before we understand feeling, his focus on understanding the mitzvah is, oh, geshmak, now I get it, what it's about. So his focus is, ah, it's geshmak, because I get it. That's, that's when he says, we will under, listen and then we'll do. I want to hear what Hashem is saying. What is the details? Ah, I get it now. But when the Jew says, we will do before we understand, He's devoting himself to Hashem himself. 
So in that kind of devotion, when he thinks about understanding, what's the purpose of his understanding? Hashem wants this to be understood. To me. He wants me to get it. So he feels not the geshmak that I understand it. Rather, he feels this is geshmak for Hashem because Hashem has asked me to understand. And that's why there are two crowns. One, because we said we will do. And one, we said before, because we said we will listen. But when do we get those crowns? Only if we said we will do before we will listen. Because... What's the idea of a crown? The idea of a crown is something that's above the head. It's something which is infinite. What puts our, our observance of mitzvahs could be done in a way of a crown, super rational, or it could be done in a way that's more logical, uh, that's more closer to understanding. If we say we will listen and then we will do, our approach to each mitzvah is limited. We feel a distinction between if it's this mitzvah or that mitzvah, because we exist, and therefore we, we feel a difference in what Hashem is asking us to do. However, if there is this, this uh, devotion to Hashem Himself, we will do before we understand, before Hashem has uttered anything, I belong to Him, so there's no difference what Hashem wants. Desire, in the, from the perspective of desire, there's no difference in what, what, desire isn't about, why is it that by desire, it doesn't matter what you want. Doesn't, you, you don't have partial fulfillment of desire. It's because of what desire is. Desire is a soul is drawn to something. And so when des- desire is, is, is thing, when we're talking about desire, I think it's similar to way, the way a child wants something. A child doesn't, doesn't matter what the child wants. Whatever the child wants, if he doesn't get it, he cries. Bella wants this, Bella wants that. Why does Bella want the lollipop? Bella wants the lollipop and she cries. She also cries she doesn't get the siddur that she wants. Does, does, doesn't she feel that the lollipop to her t- 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 palate is more gashmak than the siddur? How come she, she's crying the same way she doesn't get the siddur? And, when, and the same way that she, she cries when she doesn't get the lollipop. It's because she feels desire. I want. I want. I don't get what I want. In a similar way, when we talk about the devotion of a Jew to Hashem, in a way we will do before we understand, before Hashem has uttered a desire, we belong to him already. That, that carries us in our performance of the mitzvahs of Hashem so that we don't make a distinction between what's one mitzvah and another. We don't hear, we don't sense a distinction. And even when we're trying to understand the mitzvah, what are we feeling when we try to understand the mitzvah? We're feeling, what is Hashem asking us? What does Hashem want? Let's, it ma- makes sense? No? You with me or not with me? Talk to me. No, no. Kind of like the first time a kid is up on Louie, and he kind of thinks, oh boy, oh boy, I got my chance. I'm going to get out of the park. And he swings three times and misses. That desire is gone in a flash. So if you can overcome that, face the next and that, and not be defeated by that, that's where you earn a crown, so to speak. We're talking about belonging to Hashem. Yeah. Getting up in the morning and saying, I, be- I belong to Hashem. I don't do what Hashem asked me to do. I belong to Him. It's relationship. It's like we say in davening about about um, uh, What did Hashem say about Avraham He found his heart faithful before him. It was that Avram was going to do what Hashem asked him to do. That's that's true too. But his heart, <coughs> his heart was faithful to Hashem. What, what, what does that mean? His heart was faithful to Hashem. That didn't matter. It didn't matter to Avram what Hashem was asking him to do because his heart was faithful. He wasn't devoted to the details. What are you asking me to do? Tell me what it is. 
there was there was something different. It was it was it was relationship. Avram was faithful to Hashem. We're talking about a level of faithfulness that you belong to Hashem, not the details. We will then then the details are also different. Every mitzvah is done a different way. You, you don't feel a difference when you're doing this mitzvah or that mitzvah. It's 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 it's, it's uh, you're walking on sunshine. You're walking on ah, what is Abraham? It's 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 a whole different it's a different way of living. Nasa before Nishma means I belong to you. Not that I'm going to, of course, I'll do what you asked me to do. Before that, I belong to you. You with me? No, everyone's here? So if I bring in. We need if I bring it together, bring this home for sure. All right, we'll stop here. Zaka